Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny. In case you are new here, or welcome back. Hope you're having an amazing week so far. I am um doing all right, to be honest. All right, I will say that. Um, yeah, it's another week. Let's get into my rose, bud, and thorn. Just doing a little catch up for the week. Wow, every time I sit down to film my podcast, I feel like ten years has gone by in between. And I've been pretty consistent last month, so I've been filming every Sunday morning for my podcast, and between every Sunday morning, it feels like 8,000 years has gone by. So, still the same feeling. Hope you're doing well. Okay, Rosebud and Thorn. Okay, I want to start with my bud because it's like the most obvious thing for me today. My bud is, this is kind of weird. But I was just listening to a podcast about two 20, like mid-20-year-old girls, women, they're influencers, and they were basically talking about just like what they learned in their 20s and stuff. And I really realized like I have so much more to live in my life. I'm only 22, like that's barely a fetus. And I am looking forward to just being able to learn more throughout my 20s, growing in my 20s. Like I it kind of hit me. I was like, oh shoot, I'm only 22. Like I have so many more years to live. And I feel like my life is going to look so different in a little bit. And it's just like kind of exciting to me. I've actually been in this kind of period of my life where I've been looking forward to change. I usually am not a person that likes change. I really like staying in my routine. You know, when I was in university, I really liked being in university. I really didn't want to graduate, stuff like that. But recently, now that I'm out of school and my life is, I feel like, constantly changing, I'm really excited for change because one thing that change brings to me that I really have been enjoying is I get to learn a lot more. And I'll talk about this at the end of the episode, but my life is going to be changing pretty soon again. I mean, it's constantly changing, so I don't even know if I can say again. It's just going to be changing again. And um, I know that that change is going to bring me so much growth and learning opportunities. And that is what I'm so excited for, like being able to learn more, being able to develop new skills, develop more passions and all this. Like, I'm just so excited for that. So that is my bud. It's kind of like a philosophical one, but I'm just so excited to continue growing up and living life. And it's honestly... Life has been pretty good recently. I guess that'll be my rose for the day. Life has actually been pretty, pretty good. I've been in a flow of a routine that I've just been loving work so much. And that's kind of weird because at face value, my jobs are not something that I would say are things that I'm super passionate about. Actually, well, no. Teaching math to kids is something that I absolutely love. It's genuinely probably one of my favorite things in the entire world. This job is... is it just brings me so much joy every single time. And I feel so lucky to feel like that about my job. But my other job, like being a warehouse office clerk, like an assistant, it's not like at base value, very fulfilling or anything like that. It's like a very basic role. I'm just learning a lot of new skills, but it's still been really, really enjoyable to me. And that's been really weird. I've just been in a flow where I've loved working and it's just been so much fun. Um, I, re- I remember like a couple of weeks ago, maybe I would go to work and then come back. I'd just be like absolutely drained. And the last few weeks, this week in particular, I've been going to work. And when I come back, I'm still tired. That's for sure. But I'm not as exhausted because I don't know. I feel like 
I just feel more excited about work and it's just been a lot more fun. So that's kind of been my rose. I've been actually living pretty good and it's been pretty nice. Uh, my schedule's not been killing me and that's good. A thorn. Mm, my thorn's a little more personal today, but I've just been going through a little bit of family stuff that is kind of upsetting and not the best. So it's kind of been like eating away at me or like sitting on my mind and I haven't really been able to do anything about it. So yeah, that's kind of my thorn. I'll maybe get into it another day. But as of right now, you can just know that I'm not doing the best with that. I don't know why, but every time I film my podcast, my nose gets so runny. I don't know what it is. Anyways, today's episode is kind of going to be pretty uh, scenty. I love being scenty, which is sentimental in case you don't know. There's basically this trend on TikTok where it was like an audio and then people put a caption on the screen where it's like January me would not believe that da 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 da. And you fill it in with something that has happened in your life this year that you totally could not expect or believe would have happened. And then I heard Ava Jules do this on our podcast and I thought, well, actually my life has changed a lot this year and I think this would be the perfect episode for me this week. It's to talk about things that have happened in 2022 that I absolutely did not expect or absolutely could not believe have happened and what I've learned from them, what I've taken away from them and also just like just reflecting about them because I feel like sometimes when change happens so unexpectedly, we aren't given really a chance to think about it or reflect about it or decide how we really feel. But now I'm going to take the time to kind of talk about what's happened this year in my life and figure out how I feel about them. And uh, yeah, I definitely don't remember like everything in detail about what happened this year, but I did pick out some of the more large events, you know, that I can't believe happened. Okay. Are we ready to get started? So my first thing that I cannot believe happened this year is that I graduated university. I graduated in, well, I finished school in April and I actually had my graduation ceremony at the end of May. And I graduated with a Bachelor of Arts degree, majored in psychology and minored in commerce. In case you don't know, I went to the University of British Columbia, which is in Vancouver. And the reason why I say I cannot believe this is because I actually did really, I feel like my university experience, along with everyone else's that is in university right now or graduated around the same year as I did, has had a very unconventional university experience. So let me talk about it for a little bit. I've definitely talked about university and being a university student on my podcast before, but now that I'm kind of out of that environment, and I have been for a little bit, I can kind of reflect on what I really feel, how university has actually helped me in my life. And granted, I'm only 22, so maybe in a couple of years, university is going to be totally irrelevant for me. Like I'm going to be in a field that's totally irrelevant. But anyways, the reason why this was such a shock for me is because, well, in first year, Actually, I can't even start at first year. Going into university, when I was applying in high school in grade 12, I had no idea what I wanted to do. You know, you would look at the university websites and look at the potential majors, and there was nothing that really stood out to me as something that I found myself wanting to study. And I found that really hard because everyone else 
around me, the peers that were also applying to university at the same time, they had an idea like, oh, I want to go into sciences and study biology so I can be a doctor. Oh, I want to be an engineer, so I'm going to go into engineering. And granted, one thing I will say to the people who are in this phase right now, figuring out what they want to study in university, and you're not in university yet, it really does not matter. I know so many people, everyone that I've graduated and all my friends that have also graduated this year, a lot of them are not working in the same field that they studied. I know people who studied engineering but are in the business world and I know people who studied business and are in the business world. I'm, I studied psychology, social sciences and I'm kind of in the business world and education. Like it's just such a mix and also one thing that we really have to keep in mind and one thing that I really like I also realized recently is there are a ton of jobs that just simply don't exist yet and our job market is constantly changing so don't feel like you have to nail down one specific topic that you're interested in right away so anyways that was kind of a tangent but in grade 12 when I was applying to university I had no idea what I wanted to do there was nothing that really stuck out to me I thought I wanted to do film school for the longest time but I'm actually kind of grateful that I didn't get in because I feel like I would not really enjoy my life as much if I went to film school. So when I got into university, I was just in general arts, just looking to figure out something that I would enjoy. And in first year, I really, really struggled with that. In first year, I took a mix of a bunch of different general education courses, so gen ed courses. I remember I took anthropology, I took first year calculus, I took sociology, psychology, Uh, Did I say anthropology? I did. Um, I took a geography course. I just took like everything possible, pretty much. I took everything and anything that people recommended. And I was really just going in with an open mind and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And eventually, I did find things that I was passionate about. I remember when I was sitting in my Com 101 class, that was Com Commerce Introduction, or what was it called? Like Intro to Commerce for non-commerce students. I took that for fun because I needed an elective. And then also in second semester, I took Psychology 102, which was, I think, Introduction to Social and Developmental Psychology. Those two classes I remember in particular, I would go to class, I would be engaged the whole time, I would love to do my homework, I wanted to do my homework, I wanted to do the readings, and I really wanted to study these classes. And so finally, by the end of first year, I felt like I had some sort of direction. I didn't know what careers would lead me like I would be left with when I declared a major of psychology and a minor of commerce, but it felt nice to know that I had some sort of direction. So that was first year. And then second year was pretty fun because I was taking mostly psych courses and that was like stuff that I was interested in. I took a bunch of like personality psychology, social social psychology, applied developmental, like so much fun stuff. And I loved it. But you know, where it started getting funky was at the end of second year, COVID happened, and then third year became online. So I just feel like my entire university experience and everyone in my cohort has had a very different experience. Like we had to go through online school for an entire year, and that definitely changed the perceptions of education and the university system. And then going back into fourth year, although we returned in person, it definitely looks super different than before. Like we had a lot of accommodations and learning just looked very different and everything looked super super different by fourth year and so I'm all that culminated together leads me to be very surprised that I actually graduated university 
Because there were a lot of times where I felt like it would be better for me to drop out so that I could figure out what I wanted to do with my life. That was a big thought for me in first year. I thought I wanted to take a semester off so that I could travel and figure out what I wanted to do. And then obviously in online school, it was very tough mentally having to be at home all the time having your school just be through the computer for like eight hours a day. I remember I took accounting that year when it was like online school and it was the absolute worst experience of my entire life because I didn't understand anything. So I am really surprised that I ended up graduating and I'm also really proud of myself that I pushed through all the different hardships. I feel like one thing that's really popular, I feel like it's less popular now for a little while. I would say a couple years before, maybe when I just started university, it was really popular to drop out of school because people would start pursuing YouTube or being influencers or just starting their own business. And I just want to say that while university is not for everyone, just because it gets a little challenging doesn't mean you should drop out right away and you're meant for something else. I've talked about this a lot on my podcast and my opinions are always different, but I think just because something is difficult, like maybe university courses aren't going the best for you and you feel like there's another opportunity for you out there that doesn't require school, that doesn't mean that you should just drop out right away and never look back. I think the university system is still very, very helpful in some ways. It taught me a lot about time management, prioritizing, just being more independent as well, like taking charge of my own life, my learning, who I wanted to be surrounded with, like friends and stuff. And just all in all, I think university, a lot of what I learned came from just the outside, like not even the school parts, you know what I mean? I did learn a lot and I love that I learned a lot. I loved the learning aspect of it, like going to my classes and actually like soaking up the information. I remember in my last semester before I graduated, I had so much fun with that. Like I was so in love with all the classes that I was in, even though they were hard, they were still really interesting to me. So just, I think people are too headstrong about dropping out of university right away if there's some other opportunity available. I think there is still a use in getting a college degree. It might not be as useful anymore in terms of like the job market, especially as we're entering the recession, but I think it's still useful for your own person personality growth, personal growth and just personal development as well. So yeah, graduating university was definitely something I did not expect. I I mean, I kind of knew it was going to happen, but It still really hit me when I was able to graduate and walk across the stage. I was like, oh my God, like I'm graduating. That's crazy. Also, the most fun part was that I got to wear a cap and gown for the graduation. For my high school graduation, we didn't get to wear one. Um, But so actually wearing like a cap and gown and walking across the stage was surreal. I remember that week was just full of celebrations and just happy moments. So it was like a really, really good week. I felt like all my hard work had really paid off and... I really felt like I was celebrating something, you know what I mean? But yeah, so that's my first one. Let's go on to what else I'm surprised that happened this year. The next thing that I'm very surprised happened this year was that I ended up traveling solo and traveling with friends a lot after I graduated university. So the first one, I'm very surprised I traveled. I ended up traveling solo. It was something that I really did want to do. Mm, but I am still a chicken sometimes and I can back out of things if I get really nervous. So the fact that I 
was able to plan everything out, book my plane tickets, book accommodations, figure out what to eat, uh, how to get around in a new city that I did not know at all was really surprising to me that I like actually survived. So in case you don't know, my first solo traveling trip was to Washington, D.C. in May. I did know one person in Washington, D.C. I had my friend Amy there who goes to Georgetown University or went to Georgetown University, but she was in the middle of her finals week. So I actually only got to see her one time throughout the week. And then the rest of the week, I was kind of on my own for a bit or not a bit for a week. And I had so much fun being by myself, doing things on my own schedule, doing things that I wanted to do when I wanted to do them. Like if I was hungry, I would just eat. If I wasn't hungry, I would wait. If I wanted to go see an extra museum, I would go. I think for me, I've struggled in my life a lot with uh, like pleasing others and pleasing and trying to have the, trying to what's the word accommodate to the decisions of other people like if I traveled with a friend for example and they wanted to not see that extra museum even though that was something I really wanted to see I'd be like oh that's okay we don't have to go even though deep down I really wanted to go and that is something I've always done ever since I was little I'm a little better at it now but I know that traveling with someone else like for the other trips where I did travel with my friends I felt a lot of that and so It's not the best. I feel like after traveling solo, you can't travel with people again, which is kind of unfortunate. So that was my first solo travel trip. Washington, D.C. was honestly so much fun. And I felt like the timing with which I went was perfect because it was really warm. It was like around 20 degrees Celsius every single day, but it wasn't like scorching hot. And May is also still in school. So it actually wasn't even that busy. I feel like if you go in the summer, summer, everyone's going to be going for travel and stuff. And so it's going to be a lot busier. But going in May, the biggest thing was like kids were going on field trips, but that was it. So yeah, I got to see a lot of museums, got to see a lot of monuments. It was just so much fun. And I really, really enjoyed going to Washington. I also went to Austin, Texas for two weeks in July. That was another solo trip that I had. That was like my main solo trip that I was planning for when I graduated university. Washington, D.C. was actually quite last minute, but Austin, Texas, I planned out a couple months in advance and it was super fun as well I would say the biggest thing that made it not fun the reason why I don't talk about it as like positively as I do about Washington is because it was so freaking hot and I did not think about that before I booked my trip like I knew I was like oh it's gonna be hot in Austin but it was freaking hot like hotter than anything I've ever felt in my entire life like it would be 40 degrees in the day and blaring sun Uh, My Apple Watch tan after that trip was crazy. It still exists, my Apple Watch tan from that trip. And uh, it does not look good. So it was still super fun. I The main reason I wanted to go to Austin was because I have heard so much about this city, about how it's changing, about how it's becoming like a big major city in the United States. And I really wanted to go see what it was like. And I really did. I feel like I had a lot of stereotypes going into that trip. And a lot of those stereotypes were not true. Uh, granted, some of them were true, but a lot of them were not. And Austin just was a really, really different city than I had in my expectations, which was really, really like pleasantly surprising. 
So that was super fun. And then I also traveled with friends for a bit in May as well. I headed off to Vancouver Island for a little detox trip with my friend Angela. We did a little bit of, it was like glamping because we were staying in a cabin. And then I also went to Kelowna with a couple of university friends and we did some wine tastings and stuff like that. And that was super fun as well. But one thing that I did learn while traveling with friends was like, I didn't like having to accommodate to other people's decisions, especially after I traveled solo and I was used to like, oh, just doing everything on my own terms and stuff. Like having to go back to like, oh, what do you want to do? was very different and granted I mean traveling with friends is also super fun it's like a different experience so it's just part of it right but anyways I'm very surprised that that happened also I one reason why else I was surprised that like it happened was because sometimes I'm really scared to spend my money and I had been saving up all throughout university and I didn't really have like a thing that I was saving up for. It wasn't like, I mean, I kind of was saving for my retirement, but I was like, uh, I'm 22. I don't, I'm not going to retire anytime soon and I'm not going to buy a house anytime soon, stuff like that. I was like, what am I really saving up money for then? And realizing that like, oh, this is my money. I can spend it the way that I want. Uh, granted, I hope it's in a responsible way, but I can spend the money that I want and actually using that money to buy myself these experiences that I will never forget has been really, really rewarding. So yeah, that's another thing that I cannot believe happened this year, traveling solo. I'm going on my trip to New York this week. As you hear this, I'll probably be leaving tomorrow or the day after. So that's pretty crazy. And I'm so excited to travel again. This will probably be my last trip of the year. So I've gone on one, two, three, four, four big trips. I also went to Seattle at the beginning of this year with my boyfriend, which was super fun as well. Oh my gosh. I loved that trip too. I feel like I've just done a lot of travel this year and I've been reminded that like I love traveling and it is so much fun and it teaches you so much and I just love it so much. That's something I definitely want to prioritize over the next few years before I settle down and stuff like that is traveling and learning about the world and just absorbing all there is to learn, I think is very, very important. So yeah, I'm definitely going to prioritize that for the next few years because this year really taught me that I do love traveling and I can learn so much, even just like people watching. I will travel just to people watch. It is so interesting to me. Anyways, let's move on to the next thing I could not believe happened this year. So the next thing that I did this year that was super, super big was I got my first tattoo. And honestly, I don't think this is super, super big. And I'm looking to get my next one already, but I'm not really in a rush. But anyways, the reason why I couldn't believe this happened is because I feel like for my entire life, I justified not getting a tattoo because of somebody else. Oh, because one big reason was actually because I had dance and I was a dancer and I couldn't get a tattoo because obviously it would like kind of show through our costumes potentially. So I was like, oh, I can't do that. Mm, I can't. I need to wait until I stop dancing. And then finally this year I stopped dancing, which also was actually a pretty big thing. But anyways, I stopped dancing and I was like, oh, nothing's really stopping me now. And so I finally did it. And that was that. And another big thing that scared me was like, oh my God, it's permanent. Like, what if you hate it over the next year or whatever? Like maybe in two years, you're going to hate it or something. And honestly, I'm just like, 
it's not a big deal. Uh, this, t- the design that I got was something that I was thinking about since high school. And I am just graduating university now. So it's been over five years that I've been thinking about this tattoo. And it was still something I wanted to get. So first of all, that kind of shows that I wanted to get it for sure. And second of all, even if I don't like it or don't love it as much as I did when I got it, it's still part of me that was a big part of me in the past, if that makes sense. Like as of right now, it's been a couple months since I got my tattoo and it's not something that I'm as obsessed with when I was thinking about it or when I first got it, but it is still something that I do enjoy. And I know that this has been a big part of me since I was little since I was younger. And so that part also just means a lot. If you don't know, I got a tattoo. It's a little hedgehog which with a cactus next to it. And the reason why I got it and when I thought about it and stuff like that is because growing up, I was obsessed with cacti and hedgehogs. That's literally it. I thought they were super cute. I was a big like, oh my God, succulents are so cute. You know, whenever my friends would get me gifts, it'd be like succulent themed stuff or hedgehog themed stuff. Like it was just my jam. I loved them. They were so cute. And so right now I'm still obsessed with cactuses and hedgehogs and I feel like I will be forever. And even if I'm not, then it's gonna, I just know that it was still a big part of what I enjoyed and what I liked when I was younger. And so, yeah, I'm gonna love it forever. I do want to get my next tattoo, probably something like smaller. I just want like little cute designs all over me. Like I think that would be super adorable. So I'm not really rushing into it, but I'm definitely thinking about it and I really want some more, which is not good because that's not good. But yeah, so I got my first tattoo and it was crazy. All right. Next thing I cannot believe is I started working full time. And the reason why I cannot believe this is because I had an original plan where during this time, like literally right now, I was supposed to be in Japan traveling for a couple months, actually. And the reason why I didn't end up going was because, first of all, Japan wasn't open at the time that I wanted to book my tickets. Um, Japan's open now, but uh, as before in the summer, I wasn't it wasn't open yet and it wasn't sure about when it would open so I was like "Uh, I don't know and then also I didn't really have much money to make my Japan trip super fun if I did go I've been looking at other people traveling in Japan right now on TikTok and stuff and they spend about like a hundred dollars per day on food alone and so if I were to stay and eat and just do fun stuff it'd probably be a lot more than that and given the budget that I had after I came back from Austin and stuff I would not have you know the best budget to travel with so I wanted to make sure that when I do go to Japan because I will be going I'm manifesting this in my life I will be going soon I want to be able to like actually do fun stuff and live like you know do all the things that I've seen on the internet about Japan like go to all the cool cafes and cute restaurants and stuff I want to be able to do all those things so I want to make sure I have a bit more money which is why I'm working full-time so I started working full-time and it's honestly I used to be a big hater of the corporate nine-to-five or like working and being a slave to work your hours away or whatever Honestly, as I said at the beginning of this episode, I've been loving work recently. And it's not even that the jobs are super meaningful or fulfilling. They are to me, but it's just been really, really enjoyable for me. And I've really been liking it. So I've been really happy with 
working recently and it's just been giving me a bit more joy, which is very interesting, right? I didn't really expect that. And I also did not expect that I'd be working full time this year. Also because when I was originally job hunting, I actually didn't really find anything and no, it was really hard to get like people to contact me, which I think a lot of people have experienced this year when job hunting. But where was I going with this? I forget. So, oh yeah, because I couldn't find a job originally when I was job hunting, I didn't think that I'd be working full time. But because of my personal circumstances and my parents needing a bit of help and me already having a job at my math tutoring place, I just ended up being able to work full time. And that's crazy. And there's a bit of news that I want to share, but at the end of this podcast. So yeah, I can't believe I started working full time. I also can't believe that I enjoy it. That's the biggest thing. I thought I would hate my life, like working away, serving capitalism and stuff like that. Wow, my jobs really are like the root of capitalism. Not the root, but like very, very heavily rooted in capitalism. Right, my first job is a warehouse office clerk where we work with uh, handling in different products that come in from overseas for people to sell, which is capitalism selling things. And then my other job is education, where people like the students nowadays are just being taught the by the colonialist way. I don't know. All my jobs are capitalist based. That kind of makes me sad. But what can you do? One person cannot change the world. Anyways, that's kind of a realization I just had right now. My last thing that I cannot believe happened this year is that I finally moved out and now I live alone. I've said before, I think last week, that I have been literally been manifesting this since the beginning of 2021 and now it's the end of 2022 and I finally did it and it really, really, really... A reason I cannot believe it so much is because it really happened super last minute. Um, I think I talked about this when I originally moved out, but I looked at this apartment on a whim. I saw it on Facebook Marketplace and I, the realtor didn't even want to show it on the next day because I remember the next day was Labor Day in September. And so it was a holiday, obviously. So he didn't really want to have a viewing on a holiday because he wanted to take the day off. But I think because there was so much demand, he ended up just showing it on Labor Day. Because had he not had the showing on Labor Day, I would not be able to go see this apartment and obviously not be able to move in. But because there was just like a lucky viewing on Labor Day and all my circumstances were great and, you know, I was ready to move in right away, he gave me the apartment and I was like, oh my God. And I found out in the span of 24, I found out about potentially moving out to actually getting the apartment in 24 hours, which was super crazy for me that week was chaotic, but I just cannot believe it finally happened. Um, Yeah, I don't think January me would believe that either, to be honest, because she'd be like, first of all, how are you getting the money to pay for this apartment? And then how did you get this apartment? Another thing was that I was having trouble with was I didn't have any renting experience because I never moved out for university. I never had like a real landlord for university. I lived in the dorms, which like isn't really actually renting. So that was, this was my first, this is my first renting experience and I didn't have, it was just crazy. So that was super surprising. I can't believe I actually ended up moving out and it's been crazy. I'll definitely do in like an update episode soon talking about what else I've learned maybe at the end of this year, 
but it is crazy that I moved out and this whole place is mine to just take care of, to live in, and it's just my safe space. And I'm just looking around right now and I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like I've grown so much already since moving out. I will continue to grow for the rest of the year that I'll be living here. And then who knows what I'll be off to next. I don't know if I'm going to continue this lease. I don't know if I'm going to break the lease, not break the lease, but once the lease ends, maybe I will start traveling. One big dream I have is actually I want to live nomad for a little bit and uh, just kind of travel all over. But that's something I am thinking about and I don't know what will happen. And what I've also realized from this episode and thinking about it is having plans is really pointless. (laughs) It's great to have some sort of direction, but it's pointless to plan out every single nitty gritty little detail. I think a lot of us felt that when COVID first happened and, you know, weddings were getting canceled, graduations were getting canceled. Like you can't plan everything and know that it's going to happen because so much can happen out of the blue unexpectedly. And that's kind of the energy that I'm channeling for my life as well is I do have a direction. I, I am working towards like goals, but I don't plan my life to the nth degree anymore like I used to. I used to be crazy in university. I would plan out like to the minute what I'd be doing. But nowadays, I'm just kind of like, I try to be more flow. I am definitely, it takes a little bit of effort because I'm kind of type A and very organized and I like to color block my calendar all to the minutes. But it's definitely been a lot more healthy for me to know that you know change happens we go with the flow and that is like the best thing that we can do for ourselves so yeah i i mean this episode shows there were so many things i didn't expect would happen this year that ended up happening and i cannot expect them at all and it's just been really rewarding to be able to accept this change and have it go through in my life so the last little bit of today i'm going to talk about what i hope to accomplish before 2023 So because we only have like a month left, which is absolutely wild to me, things I'm going to be manifesting. And then also looking ahead to 2023, I'm going to do a more in-depth episode of this in December, of course, as I always do. But yeah, what I anticipate, because I can't plan out the year. I definitely don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. So what I hope to accomplish before 2023, so it's still like this last week of November and then December, I really, really want to have a great time in New York. That's one thing that I'm just super looking forward to. Um, it's going to be my last trip probably for a little while in the foreseeable future. I don't know. I can't plan, but I don't have any trips planned for 2023 or anything like that. So as of right now, this will probably be my last trip for a little bit and then I'll be back to working again. And honestly, I'm actually pretty excited. One part of me was really sad that I was leaving to go to New York this week because I was like, man, like I love working right now. I have such a good routine and it's been so much fun working that I kind of don't want to go to New York, even though I know it'll be super fun. So that's kind of how I feel. I'm super excited to go to New York and have some fun, but I'm also kind of sad to get back in the routine. And then also because December is such a chaotic month with Christmas and holidays and stuff like that I know my routine is going to get super jumbled before the end of 2023 though there are a couple loose ends that I want to tie up um, in terms of personal life and stuff like that I just kind of want to figure those things out before we head into the new year I want to have some good juju you know what I mean and um, yeah honestly I just want to celebrate the end of the year and really like 
absorb the fact that this year has been really, really good despite everything. It has been really, really good. And I really want to have enough time to acknowledge that and celebrate that. So I'm very excited. Um, I'm manifesting for the end of this year. Let's see. Hmm. I'm honestly just manifesting happiness. Like that is the biggest thing that I want in my life right now. And I have been very happy, which is really good. So I'm manifesting happiness and I'm manifesting like good energy, you know, like protect your peace energy, like that kind of energy. I'm very, very looking forward to manifesting that for the holidays. Holidays can be a very chaotic time for all of us just given all our family circumstances and just what the holidays look like. So I'm looking to send you some positive energy too, if you need it. Very excited. I I am very excited. I don't know, this year the holiday season hasn't been hitting as hard. Like usually I'm like a start celebrating November 1st for Christmas type of girl. But this year I'm like, oh, it's November 20th and I still don't want to put the Christmas tree up. I think December 1st is like the move. What is going on with me? I don't know. Anyways, so that's kind of the end of my year. It's honestly, once I get back from New York, just going to be enjoying the holidays and enjoying the last month of the year before it ends, which is crazy. And then looking ahead to 2023, I'm very excited because there's a lot of things happening that is going to change my life. I've been given lots of opportunities or I've been given an opportunity that I'm really, really excited about and for once in my life, I'm actually looking forward to change, which is kind of crazy. As I said before, like my whole life, I've been a person that like hates change and I hated things changing. But this year, something's or at the beginning of next year, something's going to be changing in my life. And I'm actually really excited for it for once. And I'm just excited because I'm going to be growing and learning so much more. And that is all I could want from my life right now, honestly. So very excited. I anticipate a lot of working next year. I think this the next couple of years in my life are going to be super work-based and growing-based and learning-based. So trying to learn as much as I can, grow as much as I can, and work so that I can save up some money so I can go travel in a little bit. I'm definitely looking to travel again, like have a big traveling phase in my mid-20s. Because I feel like if I travel now, like I've had the experience of traveling alone in my young 20s. I want to take a little bit of a break and then travel in my mid 20s and then maybe even go back to school. Oh my God, this is me fantasizing about different plans that I could have. But I'm not going to get too ahead of myself because obviously everything changes, as I said. So anyways, that's going to be my episode for today. I hope you also reflected with me about your year and what has happened that you could not expect. Because honestly, life is just throws us curveballs sometimes and it's been crazy and these curveballs can sometimes be like the best thing that happened in our life and we don't even realize so that's kind of the energy that I'm manifesting I hope you have an amazing week I am going to New York so I probably won't be posting next week when you hear this uh just take a little break and also I don't really want to focus on work too much so yeah I hope to see you soon I'll see you in December then I guess oh my god that's kind of crazy to say I'll see you next month we'll update about New York chat about it and all this kind of stuff i'm so excited and i will see you in my next episode bye